Welcome to Winning the Inner Game. This is Colton Lindsay. Hi guys, it's Colton Lindsay here with winningtheinnergame.com. We are doing a live Google Hangout. This one might be just a little bit different. Our guest, Lee Barrison, is using the Logitech C1957 or something, and it is <laughs> happens to not be projecting video today. So he's trying to download it on his phone to get going. But today we have got a superstar, rock star, Mr. Lee Barrison. Thanks for joining us today. Lee has sold, and I could be wrong, it might be more than this, sold over 500 homes in your career. Is that correct, Lee? Yeah, we're getting close to six. Um, six, woo. Yeah, yeah, we're looking. We'll, we'll, we'll definitely close out six by the end of the year, no doubt. Awesome, great. So with that being said, what I want to just kind of start off today is talking a little bit about you and yourself, where you're from, and what's your story leading up to your point in your career today. So if you want to talk to us a little bit about that, and maybe even before that, give out your name and how people can contact you for referrals in Bakersfield. Uh, Colton, anyone and everybody, they can they can reach out to me at levonbarrison at gmail.com. Uh, my cell number is 661-213-6857. And my Google Hangout is now on, by the way, on the phone. Uh, okay. Yeah, so, so you can sign reach in, me there. Mm -hmm. Sign in under that link onto your phone real quick and see if we can project on the phone. Time out. We're going to pause for one second while Lee Barrison turns it on his phone. Okay, I'm just looking for the invitation now. I just sent go. you the link into that chat again. Gotcha. Okay. If you look, you can see his picture down at the bottom of the screen. Actually, no, you guys can't. They actually cannot see your picture even on the screen. <laughs> oh, it's a good thing though. We only have like six thousand viewers right now, Lee. So. Perfect. Perfect. So. Looks like we're already getting some questions too. See, Lee, people are hungry for you. Did you and sign? Sign into it on your phone. You oh, there you are. You were saying something. Now turn off the other one. You got it. I just ejected the other one. Oh, dude, look at that background, Lee. <laughs> you like that? Yeah, we can see Lee Barrison now, sideways. There he is, now regular. All right. There he is. So, got my phone on. All right. Awesome. Okay, talk for a second. I want to hear your sound. Can you hear me? I can hear you now. Okay, okay. so give us your story, man. What? Oh, uh, maybe go back to your contact information, and then give us your story of what led you to where you're at in your career. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm a. Uh, you can reach me again at levonbarrison at gmail .com for any and all referrals. Uh, my cell number is 661-213-6857. I'm located in Bakersfield, California. I specialize in anything that's attached to the earth. So, so feel free to send me any referrals that you guys got. Yeah. In fact, uh, in Bakersfield, don't you sell like actual dry dust there even in Bakersfield? Yeah. We, we've got a water shortage, no doubt. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I, I think that I saw in the news, you guys are starting to water your crops with Gatorade because it has electrolytes, right? <laughs> no idea, man. Seems awfully expensive. <laughs> so uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, how you got to this point in your career in real estate. Just hard work. That's really what it all came down to. Um, you know, I, I still work a lot, but basically a lot of hard work, um, you know, um, being diligent with uh, learning the skills, the craft, you know, um, every day seems like it's, it's a, it's, it's a new situation. Um, so yeah, I mean, you know, it's just basically all it comes down to is just hard work. There's no magic pills, no magic wands, no nothing. So 
You're how many years in the business now? 13, sir. 13 years, and you just turned 24, so that's great. <laughs> what were you doing before real estate? Uh, I worked as an iron worker for a local construction company here, erecting steel buildings for a living. Oh, my gosh. So which do you like better, erecting steel buildings or selling real estate? I like erecting my bank account. And <laughs> <laughs> that is much funner, erecting my bank account. So what year did you get into real estate? Uh, December 2002. 2002. Yep. And so you've really only known crazy markets as well then, right? Because 2002, just after 9-11, there was a little bit of a, a falling out. I don't know because I wasn't in the market then really, but 2004 to 6 and 7 was crazy. After that was crazy. Today is crazy. So that's all you've known is crazy, it sounds like. Yeah, I mean, I, I, when I showed up in the market, um, all I had to do was show up, don't say anything really real stupid, and I'll get paid. Um, didn't need skills. Didn't need to work. Um, you know, and it, fortunately, a lot of people that I think I got in the business with at the time no longer work in the business because once the market tanked in 06, 07, um, you know, nobody, nobody cared about, uh, you know, the hard work part of it. Um, you know, so that, that it's real fortunate that I guess I'm still in the business. Do you feel like right now that, that we may be, and I don't know if Bakersfield's like this. Do you feel like we might be in a market where it's kind of going back to where people can fall into deals right now? I think it's well, at least in Bakersfield alone. Um, you know, it's it's a flat market. There's about three percent saturation right now, so it's, oh, okay. you know, it's not a strong seller's market by any means. Um, you know, we've got about fifteen hundred homes currently on the market. We've got about four hundred and fifty cells that took place last you know uh, last month. Um, homes are sitting on the market longer. So three month three months inventory, four months inventory. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Which is still not a, I mean, that's a decent market. That's a good market. Yeah, it's a real, it's a, it's a, it's a 50-50 market. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So what, what is, what does your day look like and how hard is it to be disciplined in mastering your schedule? Uh, for me, Colton, it's, it's, a uh, uh, it's really tough to master my schedule. Um, my you know, although I live and breathe by my schedule, for instance, if I want to clean my pool, it's got to be in my schedule. Otherwise, I don't do it. Um, <clears throat> so anything and everything needs to be in my schedule. My daughter's swim lessons have to be in my schedule. Otherwise, it just don't show up, you know. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm, I follow my schedule very, very closely. Um, but it's a task every single day just to just to follow it the way it should be followed, I guess. You know? Well, and you're, you're a very expressive type personality, right? So I could see you, like me, printing something on a printer and coming back with a cup of coffee and realizing you didn't even get what you printed. Is that a fair assessment? 100%, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, so which goes to show then, you know, because with Fearless Agent, we teach uh, skills, schedule, and systems. Those are the three areas in which you have to master. And I think you'd agree the number one area most people fail in this business is with mastering their schedule. Yeah, so no with that, you're saying that that is very difficult. What do you do to make sure that you are really just following that as best as possible? I hire people to hold me accountable. Um, you know, that's one thing that I'm, I'm real fortunate to have is, you know, I've got a good assistant um, that expects me here every single morning at a certain time. She expects me on the phones at a certain time. And, uh, you know, without her, uh, if I saw a squirrel, I'd probably see a squirrel. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, so squirrel. She kind of smacks me in the head and tells me to get back on the phone or, you know, kind of she's, she's my guidance. That's great. So who have been some of your biggest mentors in, in helping you master your schedule and, and, and get to where you're at in your career 13 years later? I think most, most of it comes down to coaches that I've, I've worked with in the past. You know, they've, that's, that's a big uh, conversation when you hire a real estate coach is, is you know, how to, how to follow that schedule, how to stay on course, because I think. This oh, and we just lost Lee. Hold on. I bet his phone went to sleep. There he is. Your phone went to sleep, didn't it? Can you not? I can't hear you. 
technical difficulties. Technical difficulties. I can see you, Lee, but I cannot hear you. Holding pattern. Hold on, guys. We're going to have him get his sound up and running again. In the meantime, while he's trying to get his sound going up, hey, Lee, log out and log back in. Let's see here. Okay, there he is. He's logging out and logging back in. In the meantime, while he's coming back in, I want to talk to you something that's really exploded in my life recently with winning the you know, game mentally, right? I, I shared a picture the other day on my Facebook, um, basically this blueprint that I, I went out and I was at, at, at a diner and this thought hit me as I've been reading and studying about the phrase, you become what you think about most of the time. And I want you guys to think about a tree. When you guys notice a tree and their leaves starting to die, what is the problem? The problem is not the leaves, the problem is the roots like the roots are not getting enough nutrition enough water hold on lee just sent me a message send him the link again and so think about this the fruits of our business is getting paid number of closed transactions right but if your transactions are down or even if your transactions are great it's not focusing on those transactions and those dollars that's making it or not making it. It's focusing on the roots, right? So if your goal is, let's say, keep it simple, 50 transactions per year, that's going to break down. No, we'll say 60 transactions per year. 60 divided by 12 is five deals per month. How many appointments do you need to get on to get five deals per month? And typically, if you need to get five closings per month, that means you need to get five listings per month. So if you need to get five listings per month, we need to understand how many appointments need to set. So traditionally, from what I've found, it is about 20%. Um, hold on. We're having some problems with Lee. I completely apologize, guys. I think this is what happens in Bakersfield. I'm going to try and add him in again. Just sent him the invite again. So what traditionally what happens is in real estate, if we focus on, on that 20%, we're going to get 20% listed of appointments set. And I need to get five. How many of those appointments, what's, what's 20%? Basically, I need to be setting 25 appointments. No, is that right? Let me run the numbers here. 25 times 0.2 is, yep, five. I need to be setting 25 appointments per month to be able to secure or five listings. That, that should be the ratio in which we are following, okay? So if I want to be able to get that 20%, that, that how many hours do I need to prospect to set one appointment? For me, it's roughly about every two hours I'm going to set an appointment. Now, you'll have to do the math and track your numbers to be able to figure out what yours is. So here's the thing. That's how we boil down to the roots. Oh, we are having problems getting him logged back in. So let me see what's going on. Hold on one second. Time out. I apologize for the technical difficulties. So in order to be able to, to really focus on our end results, we got to get crystal clear on our blueprint. How many of you guys have heard about 3D printing? I don't know if you guys have heard about that. And by the way, if you guys have any questions, I want you to, below this video, if you're watching on the, the link I sent out to the email list, post them just down below. I know we already got a few questions that have popped up there. 
Also, if you're following this actually in the Google Hangout itself, then you can post questions in there. I've turned those on. So 3D printing, if you've ever seen those, it's, you can either have an app on your phone or an app on your computer where you can literally design what it is that you want to print in a three dimension. Right, so for example, you guys can see behind me in my home office. Give you a look. We've got my bookshelf over here. We've got my map over here. Right, that's 3D. That's real. But all of that started with a thought first. Okay, so when you're on a 3D printer, guys, I'm going to actually stop this broadcast for one second, and then I'm going to restart it in just one second. Hold on. I actually know I'm not going to stop it. That will end everything. So if, if I want to be able to print out in three dimension, and you're looking at this, this program, on the screen, and I'm going to point right here so you guys can see, on the screen, you're going to truly define this little character. Say you're going to make a little figurine, right? You're going to truly define that on the screen. You're going to click print, and it's going to literally, a 3D printer will print it out into three-dimension reality. That is the same exact thing that works with our brain. So if we want to focus on getting 50 closed transactions, 60 closed transactions per year in real estate, we're going to keep this real estate-based, right? And, and I boil it clear down to getting specific with 16 hours prospected per week and seven appointments set per week. That's what my root is. That's the roots that cause my fruits. That is what I need to get obsessed with in my mind. So that is the blueprint up here, which is the same exact thing as if you're usually using an actual 3D printer that's going to be on your screen. So our major focus should be on just really getting specifically clear and designing that blueprint in our mind. So I want to think about this. If my, my goal is 16 hours prospected, seven appointments set, there still are things based off of that that I can even define even more. For example, one of the things is to set an appointment, I've got to be able to have a dialogue with someone. I know there's been a lot of debates on Facebook about is door knocking better, is phone calling better, is, is this or that. At the end of the day, it's belly to belly, face to face, ear to ear, being able to have a dialogue, a conversation with a human being to be able to talk about real estate. So if that is really where our roots are, we need to spend time visualizing that actual action. So how many of you guys spend 20, 30 minutes every single day visualizing what it is you guys want to create on prospecting, visualizing, okay, if I need a listing contract signed, start to finish asking them to get the contract signed. I want you to think about that for just a second. I'm going to try and get Lee back in on here. Also remember, if you have any questions, start asking them. I know a few of them popped up mainly for Lee, so that's kind of a bummer because I cannot answer those for Lee. Guys, I'm going to deposit this broadcast. I will be right back in just a second. We are back with a different link. Sorry about that little debacle. I want to go and see something real quick. So, Lee, what were we even talking about? I lost you for just a second there. Um, what were we talking about? We were talking about uh, schedule. Schedule, yeah. Mm -hmm. So we were talking about how do you stay focused on your schedule? How does that work? Again, you know, like um, I've got a, a small staff that kind of keeps me in place. They, they, uh, my assistant, she really does help me out a lot, Colton, on on uh, on staying on task. Um, and so, yeah, you know, she uh, she has my schedule. She knows what it looks like, and she knows where I'm supposed to be at any given time. Okay. And so, what are some of the things that you allow her to do for you to keep you on task? Um. You know, basically, uh, she knows that I'm supposed to be, you know, on the phones or, or in in the, or prospecting between nine and twelve every day. 
Um, so she expects me to be at the office prospecting every day. Um, you know, she, she, uh, she includes items into my calendar that, uh, you know, that allow me to, uh, take advantage of, you know, take advantage of things that, that she knows that we have to do, I guess, as a team, if that makes sense. Yeah. So where was your, I want to kind of move along so we get back on track here. What was your production in 2014? Last year, uh, we closed 84 deals. 84 deals. Mm -hmm. Awesome. And where are you at this year? What are you going for? Uh, as of yesterday, I got I pulled my numbers, and I think we're, we've closed out 52 transactions. And um, you know, according to my number analyzer, it looks like that we're on track to do about 136. Okay, so you have actually been using your your an numbers analyzer then again. It sounds like. Well, uh, uh, my assistant is kind of doing her own thing, but no, I'm not using the one that's been given to me. No. So basically, the what deals that we have in the pipe right now, where we're at right now. As far as closed transactions, you know, it looks to me like we're probably on track to do 136. Okay, so 136. What are you at year to date? Uh, 52. 52. Wow. Yeah. What is that in total commissions paid? Um, it's roughly about 100, 170,000, I believe. Wow, 170,000 mm -hmm. is quite a bit, man. Mm -hmm. That's that's a ton. So, with that, how does that work? How's your do you, have, do you have a team now? How is it all set up? Yeah, we've I've got um, you know I've got four, uh, four buyer agents that work on the team that are really just all you know kick ass type buyer agents. Um, I've got one license, real estate license ISA uh, and my assistant that's also licensed as well. Okay, so now did you just uh, I think James was saying to me you just merged with a guy or you did something or what? Did you change kind of your system a little bit? Um, no, it's, it's just me. Uh, you know, basically, we I did merge. Um, we we rebranded ourselves. Um, you know, uh, March first, I decided to take on. Uh, I decided to hire five new buyer agents. Now we've got four, but I, you know, we brand new licensees is what we went after. Um, last year, I had uh, a buyer agent or two working for me that were in the business longer than I was, mm -hmm. um, and they're jaded you know jaded by the market uh they wouldn't uh take my advice they wouldn't listen to me as far as you know you need to get on the phones you need to start prospecting they look at me like i'm crazy yeah um and so we got rid of them and uh we went out and start uh started headhunting for you know new licensees ones that um that i felt i can you know kind of mold and and develop uh on my own and and you know here we are uh, basically three months into it three and a half months into it and yeah, we're just kicking ass right now. You know, we've got um, uh, got roughly thirty three, I believe, in escrow as a team right now. So thirty three yeah. pending contracts. Yeah. And how many actives? Active listings. We have eighteen on the market right now. Eighteen in the market. What mm -hmm. is your overall vision over the next, say, six to twelve months? With is it the uh, Infinity Real Estate Group? Is that what you guys? Is that what it's called? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to call it the uh, Lee Barrison sales team. Either one sounds awesome. So what's the outlook, the vision for coming up? Good question. I mean, uh, I've got a vision, uh, you know, basically in the next, this year I'd like to close, the goal is 120. Uh, you know, I think we're on track to do about 136. Um, the, the vision for me uh, for the next six months would be to close these deals out and meet our goals. Um, uh, you know, increase the team's uh, uh, culture. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, you know, assist with them. I'd, I'd like. I'm trying to focus on emulating them, like me. I want them to to be more like me. I guess you know what I mean. Yeah. Being that they're new agents, they're very easy and adaptable to that kind of stuff, though. You know, so um, you know the 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 real estate uh, or the millionaire real estate agent book. You know, the seven levels that they talk about in that book. Um, I've really been focusing a lot on that, and my assistant has also been focusing a lot on that. And uh, you know, I want to get to level seven someday. So, and and I want to be clear on that for all the viewers that are watching this or about to watch this on the recorded version. You've been in the business thirteen years. Thirteen years ago, 
you did not start by hiring five buyer agents and an assistant right out of the gate, correct? No. Mm -mm. Why is that? Uh, well, 13 years ago, I didn't even know what to do. I didn't, you know, I, I had no training. I was never coached. I was never, um, you know, I didn't know what to do. But but basically, after um, joining coaching, um, uh, surrounding myself with other people, especially when I went to KW, like where you're at now, you know, um, they're, they focus a lot on team building and creating a business instead of being a single agent. Well, and, and it, either way is fine, but you cannot create that team until you've mastered the basics, right? Correct. Yep. See, how are you going to try it? And I see this all the time with people that are calling me on coaching calls and inquiring about our, our coaching system. They'll be doing like less than 10 deals a year and they've got a team of six, right? It, it, yeah, that's crazy. It doesn't make sense, right? You've no. got to be able to, if you're going to hire an inside sales agent, you better be able to do that job. You better no have the skill set to call an expired, a FISBO, a referral, a sign call, and convert that to an yep. appointment, right? Correct, yes. Yeah, our, our goal for the ISA um, right now is six to eight qualified appointments a week. Um, you know, I think when you're doing those kind of numbers, then you can hire a team of six. Yeah. But, but you know, if you're doing 10 deals a year, first year in real estate, and, uh, and you've got a team of six, that means that everybody's doing, what, like a deal and a half a piece? That means everyone has a part-time job at the UPS store, Lee. Right. That's what that means. And which is yeah. nothing against having a part-time job. Right. But if you want to not have a part-time job, throw that extra shit out and focus on the basics. What would you say are the most basic fundamentals for an agent to master? Um, I would say uh, scripts, dialogue. Um, I would I would also suggest uh, learn the fundamentals of prospecting that that's uh, an appointment that is can't be broken it's an appointment that should be in your schedule and um, you know because basically that money time right there is what will keep food on the table um, you know and and any anybody that's newer in the business there's so much to learn about this business. A lot of folks, they get licensed, they think they can come in and just start, you know, collecting checks and, and, and whatnot, but there's a lot more to that. This is a very uh, crafty kind of business. You got, you know, you got to learn the craft, you got to learn the skills if you want to be successful um, at a high level. One of the things on the little technical difficulty I was telling people while you were fixing your phone was the blueprint of our mind, right? Mm -hmm. And to be able to do 136 deals, that's the fruit, right? Yeah. The, the, the paycheck, the 170 grand you've made so far, that's the fruit. The root is the number of hours you spend on the phone and the number of appointments you're setting, right? Yes. If you focus on that, the money and the deals will follow. True. So what do you do in order to focus on that root? Um, you know, I try to start every day at zero, you know, um, it's it, sometimes it's hard to do that, but you know, knowing that if I start every day at zero, I show up at the office with energy and enthusiasm in order to grow that root, to put, you know, to, to water that, 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 that root. Um, then I know that, like you said, you know, the, the business will follow. It's, I don't focus on the business that's going to follow. That's just going to, that's just going to be something that comes with, the daily activities of, of prospecting every single day. So with that being said, I'm going to hear a couple of these guys missed the wrong league. I just sent them a new one. So with that being said, what is the next thing you need to get great at? I'm hearing some feedback. Did your speaker go up or something on there? Let me go ahead and turn that down real quick. Look at that. Even Lee has got a sweet infinity background. <laughs> on there makes me jealous. I need to get a cool background like that. Okay. So, what is the thing that Lee Barrison needs to get great at next? Uh, Colton, I, 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 you know, I think what I want to do is I want to become more of like a, a a business owner or more of a a, a people manager versus uh, an active agent in the business. That's really where I envision myself coming up in the next few years. You know, I think 
right now I'm like at a, uh, you know, on the seven levels, I'm probably at a level four. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that, you know, in order to, um, to separate myself from, you know, the daily activities that we do, I want to start teaching other people that work with me how to perform those daily activities. Um, so that way they can get good and they can create skills of their own because, um, you know, with the agents that are on board right now, they're so new and so green, but so they're like sponges right now. And they just listen to me and do whatever I tell them to do. And it works. And so, um, you know, and I really feel that, you know, the more that I give, the more I get. And then that, and with that terminology, I can also take a step back and just keep giving and giving and giving. You know what I mean? See, see, that's a powerful thing that I've noticed from every person that has been on the winning series interview. I don't know if you checked out a couple of interviews ago, I interviewed Joe Reardon. Mm -hmm. um, And one of the things that he really emphasizes that same word, giving, basically serving other people. Talk to us a little bit about why that's in your philosophy. Because it works, you know, and, and plus it makes me feel good as a person. You know what I mean? Um, some folks, I think, in, in our business are so uh, cautious of giving that they don't. So they, they hide everything because it's a big secret, right? This is a big secret. But they don't do anything with it. But if you if you teach other people, you know, the skills and the crafts and what to say and what not to say and how to close and do all the stuff that comes with becoming a great real estate agent, um, then that also in turn allows me to grow. And, you know, I mean, the more that I teach, the more I, I learn too, you know. So what it sounds like is your, your thing that you've got to get great at next is really mastering the leadership skill of training Lee Barrison cell system to those that, that join your group. Is that yes, sir. basically yep. it? Yeah. Okay. What books do you read? What type of books do you read in your life? Um, well, I'm, I'm, I'm reading uh, the 10X Rule right now by Grant Cardone. Grant Cardone. Yep. It's a great book. Um, just started that book. Um, Psycho-Cybernetics. Awesome book. Which I think uh, you and I talked about. Uh, just finished reading that one. What, what did and you? What was the number one? The what was, wait, to stop you on psycho cybernetics. What was the number one thing you gained from that? You know, that that's a really good book, Colton. Um, I think what I took from that book was, you know, the the power of the mind. You know, what you tell yourself is what happens. What you think yeah. about is what happens. And and you know. It's, that's what I've taken away from it, you know. So I mean, if I have a positive mindset, it doesn't matter what the circumstances are; everything is going to be positive. Um, but again, I, you know, your mind is a very, very, very powerful item, you know. Um, and depending on how you use it, uh, is or, or don't use it, right? Depending or on how don't you use it, use it, right? Exactly, right? You know. So it's fair to us. It's fair to to tell everyone on this this broadcast when they see it spend a lot of time focusing on creating the mindset that you want. See, when you focused on that, naturally, that's what will print out into your life, right? Mm-hmm. That will be the 3D printout. That's, uh, that's probably, if there was one thing that I would think most agents struggle with is their mindset and winning that inner game to be able to, to, to see that, to visualize it, know everything is going to be okay. Would you agree? Agreed, yeah. That's one thing that um, I was talking with Bob Leffler and Doreen Herman, co-owners of Fearless Agent, about we're actually going to be launching in August a group training call that is only focused on mindset and winning that inner game just because of that, right? So many agents will try and master the scripts, master their presentation, and as I'm doing coaching calls, I hear agents telling me all about their problems, Mm -hmm. and if you've – in Psycho-Cybernetics – what does that book teach us? If all we talk about is our problems, what's going to happen? You're going to have nothing but problems. Nothing but problems, man. That's right. So that's where, and I don't know if you've heard me talk about this, the reverse positive theory comes from. Once you feel frustrated and you catch yourself talking about your challenges, your problems, rephrase it. So let's say, you know what? I'm not getting the listing contract signed. You're actually imprinting into your mind more that you're not getting the listing contract signed, right? Mm-hmm. So 
how do you rephrase that? I am easily getting listing contracts signed, right? Yeah. yeah. What do you do to constantly reframe your mind to, to be thinking that direction? I don't let it happen. I mean, I'm, I'm a pretty, you know, positive kind of person all the time, but I, you know, if, if, if I am in a negative mindset, you know, it doesn't last long. I can tell you that much, you know, um, I'm pretty determined in this business. I mean, with three kids and bills to pay, you know, it, it, it makes me a little bit more determined, um, to bring home the bacon to, to go to work. Yeah, exactly. I think one of the things I want to point out, cause I've known you for quite a while. Mm -hmm. is you're a family guy. That's yep. important for you. 100%. And you believe in God, correct? Yep. Mm -hmm. How does, how does those two items being a family guy and your belief in God influence your business? Well, you know, like you, you were saying, I mean, they're both positive things in my life that, that allow me to be more positive and proactive in, in life in general, I guess, you know, um, uh, my kids are everything, you know, you just had your second, you know, as well as I do that nothing else matters than your kids. Second, second and final, second and final. Yeah. Second and final as of yesterday, right? As of yesterday. <laughs> yes. <laughs> But um, yeah, I mean, you know, it's, I think in life or especially in this business, you got to have a reason to do something. You know, you can't just show up because you want to make a lot of money. You know, if that's the attitude that you have, then, you know, you're going to walk around, you know, people are going to consider you to be greedy or, you know, you're going to have a bad perception about yourself. But if you have something positive that you're working towards, um, you know, which I am for my kids, you know, um, uh, and my wife, of course, and and you know we have goals. You know, I want to be, I, to be honest with you, I'd like to be out of this business by the time I'm 45. You know, um, I'd like to have enough passive income by the time I'm 45 to where I can really step away, allow somebody else to run this business, and I can go on and do, you know, be a greeter at Walmart or something like that. How how old are you now? I'm 38. So your your drive, your motivation, actually really has nothing to do with you, right? It has to do with other people. Uh, Everybody else except me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not that you don't treat yourself well and, yeah. and fair and do things for yourself. Yeah. But ultimately it's how can I create massive value for my family? Yes, and exactly. How can I create massive value for those that work on my sales team? Right. Look at that. So we're going to Europe. I'm taking, uh, we went to Atlanta, 120 deals closed. Went to Disneyland, and this right here stays in front of me at all times, Colton. It never goes away, and uh, and that's all family based. Everything about it has to do with you know the family, basically. So here's something that I want to point out. So as he's got that, you're going to Europe here soon, right? You yeah. got that on your vision board, yeah. And that is anchored to, okay, this week I need X amount of hours prospected, X amount of appointments set, X amount of appointments gone on, right? Correct, Amundo. Yeah. So that's what what drives you, and I'm sure that you don't want to go to Europe by yourself. <laughs> no. <laughs> Who are you going to Europe with? Uh huh. Who are you taking to Europe? Just the family. How many yeah. people in your family? Five of us. Five people. Yep. That's so. So three kids, two adults. Yep. We're they're just like a Visa card. We don't leave home without them. How long are you going for? Uh, we're leaving today and we're going to come back on 6th. You're leaving today? Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize you were leaving today. This, well, so, this afternoon. So what, what, uh, today is what, I don't even know what today is, the 20th? Correct, yep. So you'll be gone, so just over two, between two and three weeks, basically, mm -hmm. right? Yep. Mm -hmm. What? How are you able to create that into your life? Just do it. You know? just do it phrase. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, I don't even think about it. I mean, you know, if, if it's, if the goal has been set, then we're going to do it. You know what I mean? So I want to point that out to everyone on there. I get so many people calling me on, and we do complimentary coaching calls with, with fearless agent and with winning their game. I'm still and, waiting for mine, by the way. Oh, I was actually just hoping to get one from you, Lee. You're the one that sells <laughs> way more than I do. So on, on these complimentary coaching calls, Everyone gives excuses, right, of why they need to wait before they start coaching one day. And it's not a matter of coaching with Fearless Agent versus with, with James versus with uh, Mike Ferry or with Tom Ferry or whatever. 
It's a matter of I gotta wait till I start coaching, right? Imagine mm -hmm. if, if Lee had the mindset, I've gotta wait to be able to go to Europe. How long, how soon would that happen? It probably would never happen, Colton. And and I've 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 had people um you know, just people that you actually some some that you may know that ask me about coaching. Um, you know, should I do it? Or gosh, it seems like such a big expense, or you know, I'm afraid of uh, of the accountability or whatever it is. And like you said, man, they're all excuses. I mean, I, I, I'm sure that you would you would concur with this, but I blame a lot of my real estate success on coaching, you know. Yeah. Um and and uh and it's like, why do you even ask about it? I mean, it's, you know, whatever the cost is, if it's $12,000 a year, pay it. If it's $6,000 a year, pay it. Because what is that equivalent per, you know, commission checks? You know how I mean? much are you, how much are you, the real expensive part is not making the money that you could be making, True. right? Yep. So, okay, I'm going to go ahead and not do coaching. I'm going to save the the thousand dollars a month or the uh, we do it as little as ninety seven dollars a month right mm -hmm. i'm gonna save that so that i can continue to earn thirty forty fifty thousand dollars a year because it's expensive or yeah. i can go ahead and spend the money and make a hundred thousand dollars which makes mm -hmm. more sense here which going back to europe right you could come up with excuses of oh it's bad timing oh i, I don't know if i have enough money Oh, I've got to make sure I'm running my business. Oh, whatever, right? The list can go on. But when you talk about all those things that keep you from going from Europe, you don't actually get to go to Europe. I'll be talking about it next year and the year next and, and so on. Um, you know, and, and, and you're right, Colton. I mean, I think the folks that, that uh, make, make the excuse of what not to do, like such as coaching, um, they're, they're trying to protect their money versus – spend their money. Um, but again, I mean, if you got 12 grand in the bank and you've got a coach asking you to sign up, you're better off just spending all the money in the bank account because I guarantee you that you will be at work tomorrow. You will be proactively looking for a commission check because you have zero money in the bank. But the good news is that you got a coach coaching call next week. <laughs> well, and you know, what's even, even better news is really, do you have 12 grand in the bank, right? Like think about it. You have, a number that says 12,000 on a screen mm -hmm. or a printed paper that you've created a belief that I've got money. Yeah. It's not even real, right? It's, it's yeah. fake. Yeah. So it's, it's how do you create the mind to have the life that you want to have three weeks in Europe, to have $400,000 income, to take your family to Disneyland, to go to Atlanta, to build a sales team, to step out of the business by the age of 45 and live off of passive income and, and do whatever you want every single day. That all starts up here. Yes, so sir. we've got maybe five to 10 minutes left. I know we've got quite a few questions. Anyone else start asking questions? I'm going to just hop into asking a few questions. What systems are you using for follow-up, Lee? Email, letter, phone, note card, any sort of pattern timeline that you've used that works better? Um, so, uh, follow up with, with, uh, you know, basically it's always a phone call to begin with. Um, the, uh, then we put them into a drip campaign, depending on the scenario, if it's an expired or for sale by owner, they usually get touched about once a day, once every other day. Um, I quit sending them so much, uh, crap in the mail. Um, but we've created, you know, content videos, um, you know, that, that we start dripping them with. You know, so that way they can kind of feel me and see me, uh, which is a little bit more uh, of a personal touch. And so, uh, you know, when I do go on the appointment, it seems like it's a lot easier to take that listing. So these are these are basically with follow ups, though, right? Yeah, correct. Yeah. So, yeah, me, I don't send anything in the mail for follow up. It's phone call yeah. and email, and that's it. And usually, the email is going to contain a link to a video that's on my website. So they go to my website. They get tagged with a cookie and then they get to see me all over the internet like I'm marketing on the Wall Street Journal, right? <laughs> do you do any mailing advertising to, to sphere of influence or a farm or anything? Twice a year, yeah. Yeah, we okay. just send them you know, a, a, a Christmas card and you know, a, a mid-year uh, kind of postcard or whatever. 
a mid-year happy summer card. So you exactly. don't do that much direct mail then. No. Mm -mm. Okay. Perfect. Well, so what what about the timeline with the follow-up with these leads? How does that work? Um, so the drip campaign consists of a uh, phone call to begin with. Then we, we do send out a, uh, a letter, you know, just a complimentary letter. And we follow up with, uh, a, a, it's basically every other day with an email and an email. And then we also throw, and then I also make phone calls in between there. Um, and then occasion, and then there's an occasional pop by depending on, um, you know, what the circumstance again is, you know, if I, if I've called them once, shot them an email, no response, call them again, no response, then I'll probably wind up going to the door because that's where we're all much more effective every time. So this is, this doesn't matter if it's a FISBO, an expired, uh, an internet lead, a referral, this is every lead? This is mainly FISBOs and expireds and any, anybody that says that they're thinking about doing something, yeah. Okay, all right. And yeah. do you have a time frame of how long you will follow up with these people before you say, hey, we're done with them? Probably three to four weeks at the very most. Three to four weeks. FISBOs yeah. I mean, maybe I'll take more like two weeks at the most though, because I'm going to hit them really hard in the beginning. And if I can't get in front of them, if they, you know, if there's something preventing them to meeting with me for 15 minutes and you know, I got to go. Yeah. So you're looking for now business people that will Correct, yeah. sign a contract in the next 10 days or so. Right. Yeah. I'd much prefer them to kick me out of my home quickly. Versus me drip them for five months. Floyd Wickman has this saying. I don't. Do you know Floyd Wickman? He's a. I've heard of the guy. Yeah. Yeah. So he, him, and Mike Ferry used to be business partners back in like 1850 or something like that. Because they're that old, right? But he always would say, if you're going to lose it on Friday, you might as well lose it on Tuesday. That's and right, man. That just is always that stuck. Get out of the way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Get the shit out of the way and get something that's going to stick. Mm -hmm. Here's a question: How many for sell by owner previews, in your opinion? equals two listings. These are just previews. I want to look at the house. I don't have a buyer just to know, just to get to know them. So basically William May is saying, I don't have a buyer, but I want to go preview for sell by owners. How many do I, would I need to preview to get, get, get a listing? I don't really do previews to be honest with you, Colton. Um, if I'm going to do a preview, it's going to be on a Sunday between one and four when they're doing open houses, but it's not in my mind, it's not a preview it's an appointment that they can't deviate from because they're doing an open house and the house is empty. So I'm, I'm actually knocking on that door to preview the, preview the house, but more importantly, to talk about putting the home on the market and getting it sold. So with those type of previews, do you already let them know you're coming over or do you just go show up? No, they're wide open, you know, for three hours on a Sunday. Um, typically there's nobody there and, uh, and they, you know, I've got all the time in the world to sit there and talk to him about putting the home on the market. You know so, what I mean? So do you do some research before you just show up with a contract and start talking and get it signed or what do you, I've got a trunk full of blank contracts, no research involved, but basically, you know, um, you know, if, if it make 99% of the time, they're not going to list it at that point, but more importantly, I can at least present. Uh, and then if it, if, if it con convinces them to list the property, then maybe I'll run back to the office, get them to sign the contract, run back to the office, stick, stick a good price on it and get to work. Okay. So yeah. that's a great little tip for all of you. And I don't preview any property simply because I don't, I, I've, I shouldn't say I don't have the time. I've got 24 hours in a day to do it if I wanted. I've got other things with my schedule that are more effective and efficient right now. Mm -hmm. However, if I were a newer agent that didn't have the schedule that I have currently, I would highly recommend going and previewing for sell by owners and expires. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I would. Yeah, I mean, you're never going to be more effective. And I know William May does a lot of door knocking, I believe, but he's got like a newsletter or something like that. Mm -hmm. But, uh, but you know, I, 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 I'm a firm believer that we're so much more effective at the door than we are over the phone. Um, you know, so basically if, if I make a call and I can't get the appointment, then I'm going to go to the door because I'm more effective that way. Uh, same with the four sell by owner that it's wide open. So, you know, it's just them and I, them and me, you know, for three hours. And you know, Brian Casella, right? I do. Yeah. Did you role play with him? I did. Mm -hmm. You it's did really good. Or, you, or you do? I did. Okay. So he's a door knocker. Like habits, so. <laughs> he, he's a door knocker and that's all he does. He'll start at eight mm -hmm. in the morning knocking doors. 
right? And he, yeah. I think we had a mastermind call yesterday. He's he'll do like forty two deals this year. And second year in the business or something? Second or third, not very long. Forty two deals. His average commission's a lot better than yours and mine. It's like forty thousand yeah, dollars. So with that forty two deals, he'll make like five hundred thousand. So that's pretty sweet. But he just goes and knocks doors and improves the skills and people end up saying yes. So right. That's it. Yeah, I think you know when you knock a door and you're 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 presentable, you speak professionally, uh, you speak with intent and and conviction. Um, they'll listen to you. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, guys, we have ran out of time. Thank you for watching through some of the technical difficulties today. We appreciate Lee Barrison coming on the show. Lee, give us one more time your contact information because this will be actually. The first time I've ever done a two-part series interview with someone. So give us your contact information. How people can get a hold of you. You can reach me, guys, at LeeBonBarrison at gmail.com. Or you can call me on my cell phone at 661-213-6857. I'm located in Bakersfield, California. And I appreciate any referrals that you guys have to get. So Levon, L-E-V-O-N-B-A-R-R-I-S-O-N at gmail.com correct check yeah. him out uh friend him on facebook one of the coolest guys i've met this far in the business awesome dude to learn from and watch on online we appreciate you guys for those of you guys wanting any complimentary coaching calls if you have not already joined fearless agent on demand coaching go ahead and send me an email at colton at winning the or send me a message on Facebook and do not miss getting involved with one of the most affordable coaching programs out there with Fearless Agent. Thank you guys and have a great rest of the weekend. Thanks guys. Hey everyone, did you like this episode? Well, be sure to subscribe and share it with a friend. If you want free content and world-class training on inner game, real estate, and turning the impossible into possible and the invisible into visible, well, visit me at winningtheinnergame.com and enter your name and email to the winner circle. We'll see you there.